Dear Whoever Killed Jane Brinkwood Dear Jane's Murderer Which do you prefer? This is a first for me, writing to someone while not having a clue who they are. I've no idea how to approach doing something so strange, but I'll have to figure it out as I go along, because I need to write this down. I don't actually refer to you in my mind as either Jane's killer or Jane's murderer. Both sound too formal. I tend to call you whoever did it, especially if I'm talking to someone who knows what it means. You might be surprised to know that I sometimes think of you as the second most likely person in the world, after me, to murder Jane. I didn't kill her, but I'm still the person most likely to have done so. Anyway, these words have been circling my brain for months and I need to get them out of my system. When I wrote my long letter to William in September, it really worked. I felt an amazing lightness in my chest, an instant easing of pressure. It didn't matter that I had no intention of sending the letter any time soon, if at all. I didn't care that William would probably never read it, and I don't much care if you never read this. And yes, I know that you, Jane's killer, might be William. There are so many levels of oddness here. Oddness and endless uncertainty, which leads to superstition. Like my preposterous belief that waking up two hours before my alarm this morning means that now is when I am meant to write to you, and that if I do it at this perfect time that's been preordained by the universe, it will somehow lead to me finding out who you are. I'm guessing that for you, there was a moment on the 2nd of July, after 8 in the evening but before 9, when it felt like the perfect time to stick a knife into Jane Brinkwood's back and then repeat the action. Two separate stab wounds, the police said. Whether you planned it or not, there must have been a reason why you did it when you did. Not sooner and not later. I'll probably never know the why, or the why at that moment, or your name, address, age, sex, job, marital status. The list of what I don't know about you is almost endless. Most of these details are probably quite boring, but there's one question on my unknowns list that nearly ruptures my mind whenever I think about it. Are you unknown level one or unknown level two? I've only just invented these names for the two possibilities, roughly five seconds ago. Level two means you're a stranger to me. We've never met, and I wouldn't recognise you if we did. I've never heard of you. I don't know that it was you who killed Jane, and I also don't know you in any other capacity. You're the unnamed intruder we've all speculated about. I'm convinced you must be unknown level one. I wonder if you could, or can, if you read this, which you won't, work out what that means. How clever are you? Have you, so far, got away with Jane's murder because you're brilliant and ingenious, or might you be stupid and lucky? Unknown level one means that, although I have no idea that you're Jane's killer, I do know you. We've met, either for the first time in the summer at Tevenden, or else we knew each other before then. 
And the flip side of that? You might know a lot or nothing about me, or somewhere in between. Maybe you only know the official version. Lucy Dean, 38, engaged to Pete Shabani, mother of one girl, Evan, two years old, founder of a medical tech startup that I rarely bother to explain to people because when I do, they either look confused or make lame jokes about not knowing one end of a test tube from another. No, that can't be all you know about me. If you know that much, then you know considerably more.